Hello and welcome to Stuck in the 90s. We are your weekly nostalgia podcast chronicling the years 1990 through to and including 1999. We're your hosts. My name is Chris Elphick. And I'm Connor Thompson. This week we are doing the 22nd through 28th of July in the wonderful year of 1996. You know what? I'm gonna take it away this time. Oh. Yeah, we're gonna switch things up. July 22nd, today The Daily Show premiered on Comedy Central. Now, this was starring Craig Kilborn. Uh, He ran the show for about two years before he left and was replaced with Jon Stewart, and it turned into the show that we sort of know today, well, until Jon Stewart left last year. Quick public awareness announcement. Jon Stewart was not great for his first two years, and while I am not the biggest fan of Trevor Noah right now, I think it's only fair to give him two years. Give him two years, see if just he grows see. into the role, just makes it see. his own, and things like that. Like, Yeah, and if he doesn't, well, I don't know. At least you gave him a chance. Yeah. All right, moving on. July 23rd. Let me paint you a picture of one of the most memorable events in United States sporting history. It's the Atlanta Olympics. U.S. women's team gymnast Carrie Struggs severely sprained her ankle on the vault, and it was gut-wrenching. The world watched as she proceeded to give it a second go, sprinting down the runway on a severely sprained ankle and performing a one and a half twist with a perfect landing before collapsing to the mat in absolute agony. While she was being helped up, we saw a score of 9.712 flash across the screen, securing the U.S. women gymnast team first ever gold medal. This was huge. This girl literally on that one day became America's sweetheart. It was wild. Also, that's a lot of significant digits for that score. 9.712. That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, that's just a lot of... You think they'd just do like 9.71. That's a lot of... That's a lot of decimal points. Gotta get into Um, it. And yeah, I I remember the Atlanta Olympics. It's, It's the first Olympics that I really remember because I think... Uh, 94, uh, it was the Winter Olympics, and 92, I don't really remember that. So this was, this was the first one as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, we were eight. Yeah. Uh, moving on though to July 4th. Cuck International, that's (laughs) C-U-C. I'm assuming it's a regular corporation, not one that watches their wives sleep with other dudes. Uh, purchases Sierra Online, Blizzard Entertainment, and Davidson and Associates for about three billion in a stock swap. They were later sold uh, a couple years later. Blizzard is now part of Activision and they make all those games and stuff. Also, Buckingham Palace ends the BBC's monopoly on producing the Royal Christmas Message, which has been the sole responsibility of the broadcaster for 63 years. It was produced uh, by ITV from 1997 before returning to the BBC in 99, then again to ITV in 2001, and now there's a two year changeover that continues to this present day. This is a really British kind of thing. It's so British. Yeah. All right, July 25th. Mexico says it will repay $7 billion of the remaining $10.5 billion borrowed from the U.S. Treasury, partly through a $6 billion issue of securities. If everything goes to shit, President Trump will be seeking a similar arrangement come November 9th. Did you, uh, did you see the people who, or like someone built a wall over his star on the Walk of Fame? <laughs> it was so tiny and also detailed. It, it had little barbed wire. It, it was like, and a little tiny American flag. Quite literally a wall for ants. So funny. Uh, let's move on to July the 26th. The conventional rail world speed record of 443.0 kilometers per hour, that's 275.3 miles per hour, was attained by the JR Central 
300X, six-car train between Tokyo and Maibara as, on the Tokaido Shinansen <laughs> in Japan. <laughs> also, Wayne Gretzky signs with the New York Rangers, a move that the entirety of Canada has tried to forget. Was this Damn it, he, Wayne, why couldn't you come home? Was this when he bailed from Edmonton? Oh, no, no, this was well after. The okay. Rangers were the last team he played with. Yeah. There was just a general hope at the time that he would retire... At least in with a Canada. Canadian team. I still felt really like, I don't know, it was good in like the 2002 Olympics when he coached and then there was a the whole dollar thing in the ice. It was a really cool thing. Yeah, it was a pretty cool thing. Yeah. Uh, July 27th, the Centennial Olympic Park bombing at the 96 Summer Olympics kills one and injures 111 people. Now this I don't remember. Yeah, this was a terrorist bomb attack on the Centennial Olympic Park in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, the blast directly killed one person and injured 111 others. Another person later died of a heart attack. Security guard Richard Jewell discovered the bomb before detonation and cleared out most wow. of the spectators from the park. This man's a hero. He was actually implicated as a person of interest by the FBI, and the media jumped all over it, presuming him guilty. It took until 2005 for the United States to actually convict the ass clown who did it, innocent until proven guilty, unless word gets out, then you're fucked. Yeah, um, so I guess the takeaway from that is if you see a bomb, leave it. Don't help. Yeah, um, for real though... Maybe help. Uh, uh, you should help. I'd probably, I'd probably, I don't know, like rather save the lives and then be implicated, yeah. and rather than like know that I did nothing. Well, you get a made-for-TV movie out of it, probably. Oh, yeah. I'd love that. Now, only now, if I got like casting rights or like at least Ooh. got a say, like who gets to play me, that would be uh, that'd be something. I want to be played by Jack Black, but you have to lose weight. I want to be played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It. Jesus, you aimed way higher I than I did. I super high. I, just, I, I went attainable, I think. I went, I just went like Snowden. Over the moon. I went quite literally who was portraying oh Snowden. Oh my god. On the 28th of July, the skeletal remains of a prehistoric Paleo-American man were found on the bank of the Columbia River in Kennewick, Washington. It became known as the Kennewick Man. Radiocarbon tests on the bones have shown it to date from 8.9 thousand to 9 thousand years uh, before present. So that's really cool. Pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Jumping into the weekend box office in the number one spot, A Time to Kill. No one cares about that because in number two was Independence Day. Oh. The documentary yes. picture of the heroic events of 20 years ago. Jeff and Goldblum. why today, well not today, I guess a few weeks ago, yeah. was our Independence Day. It really was. Jeff Goldblum saves us from dinosaurs. He saves us from aliens. The guy's a hero. That, I, that sentence should have continued, but it didn't. Yeah, but you know what? Jeff Goldblum, he's Goldblum. It's true. Yeah. Moving down this list, we have uh, Phenomenon, Courage Under Fire, and Kingpin rounding out the top five. Super but then cop. some classics. Super Cop, The Nutty Professor, Multiplicity is Multiplicity. On here. Ooh, oh that my is a good God. one. Kazam well, featuring Kazam. Shaq. That is crazy. That is in its second week. It's already at number 12, but has somehow managed to gross $2.5 million. Yep. Uh, Disney's worst movie, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, is on here. Wow. Uh, at the very bottom Literally of this. at the spot. Yeah. Closing this week out. That was Michelle Trachtenberg, wasn't it? It was Michelle Trachtenberg. Ah, uh, Trachy. You know her from Gossip Girl, probably. I know her from everything. Well, uh, probably Buffy's the... Yeah, that's that's actually thing. far more accurate than Gossip Girl. Closing out the list, we have The Rock, Train Spotting, and Mission Impossible. Strong finish. Uh, music. Let's, let's, let's go to that, I guess. All right, sliding into the Hot 100. In the number one spot, You're Making Me High, 
Tony Braxton. I don't remember this. I didn't have time to listen to uh, any of these songs this week because we're recording this kind of early because we're going to uh, Way Home. That's why it's also poorly edited. At number two. Well, we'll see. Well, probably though. At <laughs> uh, number two, How Do You Want It? Slash California Love by Tupac. Featuring Casey and JoJo. This must this must be a remix or something then, or or, or something, because I'm thinking like Probably. California Love. Like yeah. California. I don't recall Casey and JoJo in that. But no. Uh, number three, though, one of my favorite Tracy Chapman songs, Give Me One Reason. I'm, I'm glad you feel that I only way. have two favorite Tracy Chapman songs. That one and Fast Car. Those okay. are the only ones I know. I'm glad, I'm still glad you feel that way. <laughs> Number four. Uh, we've yeah, got the, the Macarena. Macarena. Moving on. The AKA the Gundam style of 1996. Ooh, and closing out the top five, Twisted by Keith Sweat. I have no idea what that is. Ooh, doesn't Ooh, matter. Six, so, New yeah. on the charts. Number six, her highest ranking debut, Alanis Morissette with You Oughta Know. That is fantastic. Um, what else do we have? Come on and ride it by the Quad City DJs. They did a song other than Come On and Slam. They did, but they're always come oning. Oh yeah, and and slam. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, always be my baby is still on the list by Mariah Carey at number fourteen. This is my favorite Mariah Carey song, more than likely. I think I've already talked about that in detail. Uh, ironic by Lannis sliding nice. down the list. It's not ironic at all Ooh, really follow song, you though. down by the gin blossoms maybe the most 90s song to ever appear on the billboard this in is, the 90s this is going to be one of those ones that i might have to hear this is going to be one of those ones that i know i know but oh, you right now based it. on the name i do not know Wow, the Smashing Pumpkins are actually on the list. You know, we're in the 40s. Let's, uh... Yeah. Let's just... I wanted, like, one more, but I'm not seeing it. No. No, I think we're done here. All right. This list kind of just fizzled out. I'm sure if we went into the 70s and 80s, we'd find something good, but that is just scraping at the bottom of the barrel. Let's just call it. All right. Let's move into some 90s news now. Still music music related, though. Yeah. So Third Eye Blind played a charity event at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame on July 19th. Uh, This is right around the Republican National Convention. A bunch of Republicans were there. They played none of their hits, save for 1997's Jumper, which lead singer Stephen Jenkins describes as being a song about a guy who jumped off a bridge and killed himself because he was gay. This went over about as well as you think it did with the Republicans. The band used their intro to advocate for LGBT rights, and at the end of Jumper, they asked the crowd to raise their hands if they believed in science. They were booed, apparently. (laughs) so obnoxious. so amazing i love it they are my heroes for this and i'm so happy that we're gonna be like seeing them in like two days it's true by the time we have this podcast up it is going like yeah we'll have seen them and i just have a new level of respect for them now it's gonna be fun yeah all right for the song of the week we're gonna keep on with the third eye blind and semi-charmed life this is now a third eye blind podcast yeah, uh, we're going to be half Third Eye Blind, half Pokemon Go, maybe a little bit of, we'll pepper in some things from the 90s here and there, I guess. Semi Charmed Life is amazing. It is such a good 90s song. One of my favorite things I've seen this song in 
is there is, this is super 90s, there is a little-known 1999 TV pilot for a show called Heat Vision and Jack. It's introed by Ben Stiller. It's starring Jack Black as an astronaut who, when exposed to the sun's rays, he becomes the smartest man in the world, oh and God. he travels the country with his talking bicycle, with his talking motorcycle, uh, played by Owen Wilson. Or, yes. Yeah, Owen Wilson. That is Owen the most Wilson, 90s one of the thing Wilsons. that has ever been said on the yeah. show. So in their pilot episode, at one point they're fighting the villain of the week which I guess this was the only one <laughs> villain of the week bump into a jukebox and semi-charmed life starts playing and just viewing that through the lens of maybe 2014 or 2015 when the, it was the first time I saw it it was just unbelievably amazing and yeah like we said we are going to the Way Home Music Festival in Oro Medante uh, basically after we finish recording and editing this and they're playing Saturday and I'm super excited to see that. Jumping back to 90s news now, there was a bit that I missed that I wanted to talk about. So there's a very popular meme uh, and it's of Robin Williams in Jumanji, you know, yelling what year is it? And it's resurged lately given Pokemon and Blink-182 now having taken over Drake on the billboard. They have? They did, yeah. Oh man, that's... I'm actually okay with that. I'm okay with it too. But this meme is now everywhere. I can't get it's been rid circulating of it. For the past couple of weeks, yeah. It's oh my god. Just because of the yeah, abundance of Pokemon Go and Blink one eighty two stuff. And it's and it's cool. Like, um I don't know, what do you think about that album? I mean, I guess you've only heard what, like a couple songs? I've or? no, I I listened to the album. Okay. I like it. Mm -hmm. I just don't so I saw Blink, they were on one of the late night shows. It was not very good. Really? It was not on point. New guy from what, Alkaline it, Trio. He's, yes, uh, new Max guy Kiba. from Yeah. New guy from Alkaline Trio was flat as can be. Really? Because he's he I I I like his stuff. It might maybe it was just a bad performance. It could have been know. Bad, it could have been an off day. It was just weird. Like they were not hitting the notes at all. Oh yeah. They're playing in Toronto next month i want to try to go see them that'd be cool i was hoping for a bit more of an alkaline trio vibe into this album you can hear him on some songs but mm -hmm. it's a it's it's very it's very mark heavy which i mean makes sense because tom because <laughs> tom's know, gone tom went hunting aliens that's the best. Yeah. All I want to be in life is a rich eccentric. That, uh, yeah, I guess if you have a lot of money, you can just you can do go you want. off the rocker and do whatever you want. Yeah. And yeah, that Robin Williams meme is very, very, I don't know, fitting for right now, just because there's such a 90s resurgence. Continuing with our theme of low-hanging fruit. For our thankfully not 90s segment, e-bikes. Oh, God. Oh, I goodness. I would like to say something that I don't feel good saying, but I'm going to say it anyway. Not only do I not mind... But I actually like the idea of e-bikes, mm -hmm. that people have a way to get around that's faster than bicycling, slower than a car, easier but biking, yeah. easier. Yeah. Battery powered. It's efficient. Saves on energy. This is an overall good thing. My problem is that people ruin everything that is good and they drive them like they're motorcycles. It's like vaping. They're not. It's oh, like vaping. God. It's supposed to be a good thing. I wonder what the correlation is between people who own e-bikes and people who also own vapes. That Venn diagram probably overlaps. Alarmingly like high. A, I don't know. Almost perfect. Yeah. E -bike, like, there's such a, there's such a good idea. Like, I think, that, I don't know why they're not bigger in Toronto, because, like, they could easily have the potential to, I don't know, like. No, it's because people, cars people who stuff. drive in Toronto don't give a shit. But, like, biking is such a huge thing. Like, you yeah. could probably, it could augment so many of the traffic problems. If oh, it, it definitely could. In a city like Toronto. Yet, it's very popular in Niagara Falls, where there isn't much traffic issues. No. It's just a lot of people who, I don't have know, DUIs. don't have driver's licenses. Yeah. Possibly <laughs> because DUIs. 
Whenever I see someone on an e-bike driving around with a 2-4, just, oh, it tickles my funny bone. All right, let's move on to this week's 90s spotlight. We want to talk to you about music choices in your car. Ooh, we've okay. got we've got iPods now. You know, you've got your whole music collection can reasonably put be put on your phone if you want it to yeah. be. We have streaming music services. If you have more than a 200 megabyte data plan per month, you can realistically stream whatever you want yeah. from the cloud. If you're driving down the street and you're like, I want to listen to the land down under, you can just do and that. You don't have it on your phone. I could just yell at my phone and tell it to play that song. What an amazing time we live in, Mm -hmm. actually, though. But as a kid, I remember my dad having this whole little contraption that held a bunch of his cassettes. Moving later into the 90s, it was CDs. But you had to be careful about this because, to me, a music collection is a pretty private thing. So you don't want other people seeing what you've got. You Not if someone, necessarily. If someone enters your car, it's okay if they see your, I don't know, let's just go back to Third Eye Blind. If they see yeah. your Third Eye Blind cassette, but you don't want them to see your Hillary Duff. cassette. If Hillary Duff. Insane Hillary Duff, whatever. Man, Hillary Duff should release cassettes. Oh, that I would know. be... Uh, That'd be awesome. You had to curate your your CD wallet, your cassette contraption. Mm-hmm. You and had to pick and choose you had to what burn, you wanted you had available. To burn, you had 12 songs to pick from, okay. 12 to 20 songs on a CD. You had to pick those. In the 90s, if you wanted to make your own kind of compilation tape, you either have to buy one of the ones that have been produced, like the Big Shiny Tunes or something like that. Yep. Or you have to take several hours either recording it off the radio or um, recording it from tape to tape, song to song, listening for when that song starts, when that song finishes, stopping it, switching out to another cassette or fast forwarding to another song on that cassette and just doing it manually in real time. It's a pain in the ass. It would have been a super pain in the ass. I've done it a couple times because... I like playing around with technology even back in the 90s, oh, yeah. but that's a pain in the, the ass. The whole point of this segment is just to remind you of what a truly wonderful day and age you live in. It is, it's yeah. It's beautiful. Now it's just Bluetooth. All right, let's move on to our sponsorship segment. Uh, we don't have a $10 sponsor this week because we're doing the podcast early, but if you want to get in for next week, shoot us an email. We'll talk about it at the end of the show. Yeah. Our sponsor this week is I Don't Want to Miss a Thing by Aerosmith. That's right. This is kind of in regard to the awkwardness of middle school dances and also kind of the awkwardness of the music video. Very weird. In that it's largely, you know, featuring footage of his daughter and he's singing a love song and then it's mostly footage of his daughter. Weird move. That's a little weird. Weird Also, middle school dances, super weird. Why was this was lumped in as a slow song? I don't exactly know why. I guess it had a lower tempo. Yep. But to me, this doesn't really fit a slow song in the same way that, let's say, All My Life by Casey and Jojo would. That's a slow song if I've ever heard one. This one just makes me think of Armageddon. When I'm holding on to a girl's hips at, like, a meter away, I'm just being inundated with mental imagery of Ben Affleck's chin and Liv Tyler and just asteroids, like, fragments of meteor just hitting the earth and i don't know if that's exactly what i want to think of when i'm awkwardly barely grasping a female or more likely standing on the opposite side of the gym staring oh yeah that uh that was probably way more often uh than not it was just a weird gender divide and then there was that one like seventh grade couple maybe two grasping onto each other for dear life slowly moving in a circle very weird 
Yeah. Very weird time. And I think because of that, we I would think like that's to, enough of that. Yeah. We would like to thank uh, I Don't Want to Miss a Thing by Aerosmith for, you know, making other things in life feel comparatively less awkward. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Let's close this thing out. So, you can find us online at stuckinthe90spodcast.com. If you're interested in a $10 sponsorship spot, like we did for Whoa, I Remember That Game, the YouTube channel... And also for the Geekery, whose Etsy shop runs out of Windsor, get at us. They're just getting extended value. You could get extended value. We're oh. still mentioning them a couple weeks later. So much extended value. Yeah, this um, is, uh, we're pumping out the value. So you can drop us a line with a 15 to 30 second blurb. Send us 10 bucks. We'll plug your wares we or your whatevers. That. You can find us on Instagram at Stuck in the 90s Podcast. We're on Twitter at SIT90S. I think Tally's been talking about doing some stuff on the Instagram. Like She's been finding 90s pictures yeah, of stuff. Yeah, if she can find stuff, I am all for that. Because okay. I have not been finding much. I have just been... I have a picture of a yo-yo a that yo-yo. Topher dug up. Like yo-yo. a very 90s yo-yo. Who is it? Like beaten and worn and stuff? No, it's new in package. What? Yeah, I'll show Brand you. Brand new in box? Yeah, I'll show you after that this. That is valuable. Right? Almost as valuable as being a $10 sponsor. Yes! Bam. Boom! Um, good. Yeah. What else? Oh, what are we going to do next year? Next week is a surprise because we don't... We have no idea. Also, no. for the for our, uh, for our giveaway, we're probably going to run that an extra week uh, just because we are not prepared to pick a winner at this point. We really aren't. Yeah, uh, so maybe, maybe keep throwing them in there. Maybe um, we'll just extend it until Monday because we'll be back Monday evening. So yeah. maybe like Monday evening at 6 p.m. Eastern... Is when we'll we'll give those out. There's some really good '90s movie Ish. quotes on the Facebook page. Yeah, you know what? If you listen to this, as long as put a quote on there, whatever, we'll call it, we'll play it by ear. Yeah, and just like next week, next week we're gonna be getting into August. We're gonna be finishing out July, getting into you know back the, to school season. Oh god, the dog days of summer. Oh yeah, the dog days are gone. Um, fuck it, the podcast is over. It sure is.